up, everyone? You are listening to the Not Quite Foreign Show, two Afro-multicultural queens discussing Afro-multicultural things with a dose of dopeness, realness, and get show shit togetherness. I'm your host, Esther Ye, and I'm here with my co-host, <laughs> so I'm here with my co-host. Go ahead. So she, so she, 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 she blindsided me <laughs> with a new name. <laughs> with a new name. <laughs> oh. Man, I, was, I was asleep, but I woke up. I woke up with a real quickness. What? what? Okay, oh, Esther, I know. Yes, I decided. Esther. Yes, Esther. I decided to rebrand the Hebrew <laughs> we brand myself from Lady Yay to Esther Yay. Um, so we'll explain that a little later in the show. But what's up, everybody? We are back officially. Um, it's been a couple of months. It's just been summer. It's been summer. It's been a summer season. I guess that would be like a season. So the season for this is the season premiere because <laughs> it's a new season. Yeah. New season. New energy. New every new weather. Oh yeah. yeah, the fall is here, right? The fall is here. Virgo season is almost over. No, Virgo It'll, season has been a like it's a lot of people who are Virgo. Like man, a lot of people were Virgo. And more people are still being born. I'm like, what? What sex month is that? Which means sex month. Do you never do oh, that? Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Do, what so, month is um, that track so back I think to? so I think it's either December. Oh yeah, December. That can't be right. Or January. Because then nine months. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so winter, like dead of winter. Yeah, dead of winter. Okay. A lot of people are Virgos. Oh, hell, a lot of people. Beyonce. I just realized Tyler Perry is one. Get it? Oh, yeah, because his birthday was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, a couple of days ago. Beyonce. Beyonce. Some awesome people. Yeah. April Ryan. Oh, yeah. Who's that? The, ju- <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the journalism. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, the yeah, ju- yeah. I said journalism. The journalist. Journalist. <laughs> <laughs> But you try to, you try to correct somebody. <laughs> you, don't you hate that? Like, oh shit! Fuck it, just ride it out, ride it out. But okay, who else? Who else was a there's a lot of Virgos. Uh, a lot of Virgos. I don't know. There's a lot. I felt like every time I got on like social media, there was like Happy Birthday, Jennifer Hudson, Virgo. What? Yeah, see, she's my birthday too. Oh, uh, cool. Well, happy birthday to all the Virgos, and happy birthday to our very own Such. Thank you, thank you. My birthday, my birthday just passed. Yeah. yeah, and how was that? It was for you? great. It was a great. It was one of the best birthdays I've had in a long time. Aww, so I was happy. Oh my good. gosh! Like, happy, 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 happy. So I'm ready to see what this new year has to bring. Yeah, well, good. Well, we'll get a little bit into all the things that have been going on. But per usual, you guys know what we do when we start the show. We like to hit you with a little bit of edumacation. So, so you want to hit us with what you don't know, if you know. Um, so if, if you're you don't the, know, now if, you know. If you're in the DMV area, <laughs> if you're in the DMV area, um, there's a fella, fella concert happening at the Kennedy Center. Fella, like fella concert so you know it's a it's like african heritage month so did not know that so that's, yeah so know, um, you know the kennedy center has been doing like all these like free events i was just, i was just at the kennedy center all, yesterday oh yeah. you would you see i've been trying to go man for the longest they just man. opened up this new section called the reach or whatever and so they're yeah having yeah the reach festival so i just yeah went, the reach yeah. festival so that's been yeah. going on since september yeah i mean beginning of the month so they're having a fella concert on Friday, uh, I said Friday on Saturday. Yeah, for free. Oh wow! But but how? Listen so how? Fella's not alive. What do you mean? This is a concert. This yeah, is like but a concert. Like, who's doing it? Oh, it's just like a like a yeah, like, like I a guess concert like a celebration. Tribute. Yeah, okay. a celebration. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wanted to go, but 
too many things going. It's at eight eight o'clock on Saturday. Oh, okay. So if you're if you're in the area, definitely check it out. Should be dope. And like I said, it's free. And then there's a play that we actually that I actually saw yesterday. Um, it's it's written by a Ghanaian playwriter. Is it playwright or playwright? Playwright. Playwright. Sure. Yeah. We get it. Playwright or whatever. <laughs> It's called School Girls or the African Mean Girls Play. And it was just actually really, it was actually really, really good. Yeah. We went yesterday. Really, really good. Really, really good. By Jocelyn Beal. So, um, it's at the, it's in Bethesda. At the Roundhouse Theater. Yeah. So, it would be nice if some of us can go. Because when you go there, you see. Yeah. How'd you find out about it? Um, they sent a flyer in the mail. And I was like, oh, wait. This yeah. might look, you know, this might be pretty good. And it was discount code. So that was enticing. <laughs> it was true, it's true, true evil fashion. I know, right? I was like, let me go with this discount. It's still yeah. happening. But yeah, and tickets are pretty affordable. But it was it was laughter, nostalgia, especially like for me that went to school in Nigeria, boarding yeah. school in Nigeria. It brought back a lot of memories, camaraderie and all that stuff. So um, yeah, if you're in the area, definitely check it out. School girls or the African mean girls play at the Round House Theater in Bethesda, Maryland. Cool. That yeah. sounds dope. Mm-hmm. That sounds dope. So yeah. if you don't know now, you know. What are the things? Fella concert at the Kennedy Center for free on Saturday. Okay. And the play called The Schoolhouse. I said schoolhouse. Yeah, the, school, the school <laughs> girls or the African mean girls play by a Ghanaian playwright. Her name is Jocelyn Bjork. At the Roundhouse Theater. Please, Ghanaians, if I'm not saying it right, please correct me. I don't know. Hey, well, it's okay. It's all right. That's, <laughs> listen, it's free promotion. So yeah, I'm proud, right. so I don't think anyone's right. going to be so upset. Yeah, but it would be nice to have some black folks there. Oh, were they not black folks? It was not. It was. It was more white people. What? But you know, it's interesting. Be whatever. At our so I've, stuff, I've been dog. to. I've been to a Zimbabwean play. Okay. And um, a South African play, girl, it was predominantly white. They all, they love white and they shit. old. So they can steal it. Sorry. I don't know what they're trying to do with it, but it's just like, man, like we need to start supporting our own, like yeah, our own sure. people. Like, so this is why I'm putting it out there so that, you know, yeah. people can make the effort. And that's how I was wondering how you found out about it because that, it's interesting that all the white all those white folks were able to come and they were there so i wonder what the promotion looks like how does it get into the hands of more people in our community mm-hmm. so that we're seeing it because you know black people we don't check the mail we get scared that's true that's very true <laughs> Bills come in the mail. I, I just happened, so, it just happened to be the day i just happened to check the mail and i saw i was like hmm this might look like a good idea yeah um and i just went okay well that's dope i mean so check your mail guys because you might have a discount code was it a postcard yeah, it was like a, one of the postcard joints. Yeah. One of the flyers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you might have one of those in there to see schoolgirls, the Mean Girls of Africa play. Mm-hmm. And so I might check my email to see if it's in there. Cool. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Wow. Well, that. thanks, Kosi. Um, all right, well, I thought it would be cool to do a little recap of our last episode because it was really, really popular. A lot of folks really just i just kept hearing about it um it's definitely one of our top listened to podcasts um since we've since inception of the show <laughs> um so just a quick shout out again to you know i'm so um a crazy guy mr fine boy no pimples on all social media platforms <laughs> um, F- was it mr fnbp yeah 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 you did that right oh F- no 
F F B N P B P F N yeah whatever yeah. fine boy not one of but all just the first letters yeah the first letters <laughs> um but yeah so what how did you feel after having that show what were some of the responses that you got Sochi people were very receptive and were just they were just happy that in the community like people were talking about mental health in the I guess Nigerian community African yeah. community um and just to see how uh, how many people it resonated with so people who are who have gone through the same thing but just didn't have an outlet yeah to talk about it and knowing that you know we were able to provide that through uh talk niger yeah you know i think that was um i think that was great you know i i, I was happy that it worked out i was happy that we were finally able to get him and actually do the show um yeah, so yeah so a lot of a even even my aunts too like but i had I, I didn't have i didn't have a chance to have the conversation what do you mean she like hit me up and she was like you know i gotta talk to you about this but this is my mom's sister so oh, she man, older yeah. like, she auntie, in her auntie. 50s, like, auntie, <laughs> auntie. you know so it was just interesting to see like the um you know just like reaching another generation yeah but then she started talking like i don't know she's at a point where she's like woke yeah okay well i auntie. think because you know she lives in an area where it's like predominantly white and her kids are tend to happen to always be the like the only black children okay. or um the kids or she's starting to be more aware of like the discrimination that happens ah. in those spaces so like even like mental health and just like you know what it means to be a black child mm. or a black human being yeah. in a white space so it was actually really interesting that we were able to have you know certain conversations but for some reason i didn't finish it with her so i need to hit her up and kind of finish a conversation because yeah. she was actually going somewhere with like the whole mental health and you know us Nigerians you know a lot of our parents believe that you know that you just have to pray it out or you know it, there's nothing wrong with you that it's just like it's all in your head or whatever but she was on the other side where man like you know this is a and mind you she's a doctor yeah you know so this is like you know a chemical imbalance and you know this is a serious thing like you know um and so it was actually really interesting because usually like before like she would just be on like ah this is just all in your head like this is not this is not a big deal like you know yeah. but to see her kind of you know being more open to that so yeah so it was actually really good yeah that's so dope that's dope that it reached a different generation because I think obviously our platform is geared towards millennial gen z i guess <laughs> like by default by the our age by where we're placing it but to to hear that a different generation and probably one of the most impacted generations mm-hmm. um who you know who have probably dealt with a lot of trauma are listening to it and getting impacted by it. i think that's so dope um for me yeah i mean just every time someone's got the episode or heard about the episode they were just like, thank you. The number one comment I got was, this is something that needs to be talked about in yeah. the black community. It hasn't been talked about. And I mean, when I say black community, I truly mean that. So I was, when I when we first did the show, I was like, gosh, you know, it's going to be Talk Niger, which is great, and I'm so happy about it. But it is Nigerian-focused, and I, and I always want to make sure, you know, just the not-quite-foreign brand still touches all. And I think the message absolutely did. And so, because... There was an African-American who came to me and talked about it. There was Ghanaians that I shared with. They were like, yeah. Like, people across the the black spectrum, the African diaspora, were like, yes, have this conversation. Continue to, like your aunt was doing, start the conversation. 
it doesn't end with us it doesn't end there but just to keep hearing that someone is trying to get that conversation going and having it a lot of people tend to appreciate it mm-hmm. um so that was something that was really um was really impactful for me because I was like okay like we were just having a conversation and really just listening to um Nonso's like experience and just what he was going through and why he started it but I think a lot of people were shocked by some of the story even just those who knew him um and then even just with the transparency that we all shared on the show and so it was really cool I think I was really proud of it like I didn't I was happy when we did it I was like oh this is a great show but I was really proud thereafter just because the audience reaction is exactly what in general I want from the show Mm -hmm. um which is just people to be engaged and to be thinking and to be like okay I want to be better or feel inspired to go um to know they're not alone you know what I mean in anything that they're experiencing in the black community so that was dope. The other thing I really liked about it, it showed that it's really valuable to have other voices on the podcast with us every so often. Yeah. So that you guys love being educated and <laughs> learning about new cool stuff and organizations and, and people. So we'll hopefully have more interviews um, in the coming, this season, there you go, <laughs> this season in the coming shows. But yeah, I thought it would be cool to just recap that because it was so impactful and it would be a disservice to not just be like, man, how did that feel <laughs> after the show? So, all right. Um, so I guess it's time for us to go into the situation room. I've been thinking about, anyways, this is offline. <laughs> I was like, do we want to still call it situation room or make it something? We'll talk about this offline. <laughs> I was just thinking about it. I was writing. I was like, man, situation room. Hmm. But, but we're going to go into the situation room today. Um, this episode today, we decided to call it Temperature Check. Um, and I think because as Sochi mentioned, the seasons are changing. We have been gone for a summer. And I think it's time to just do a quick check-in. You know, we had a pretty heavy episode last episode that we did have. The mental health one wasn't was um a heavy episode for anybody who you know is impacted by mental health and so we thought we would lighten it up a little bit do a little temperature check and see how we how our summers went (laughs) how we're doing and just have like a conversation um real old school like people don't have conversations anymore they tweet and they text they text text so much yeah so suchy how was your summer girl yeah let me tell you something man (laughs) The power of speaking things into existence. No, that's real. That's All so real. I knew is that I told myself in the springtime, in the winter, that this summer is going to be a dope summer. Yeah. Like, I will follow the fun, okay? And the, the fun will come to me. And that's what happened. That, yeah. That's traveled, you know, went to... All the most of the events at DCB having, like, during the day. Yeah. Um, just met up with friends, family... Like, I don't know. Like, I did it all. It was a good summer. It was a really good summer. Um, it was definitely better summer than I've had, like, last year. Yeah? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I think <clears throat> last year, you know, you're just, like, you were so consumed with, like, like one thing or the other that you don't take the time to enjoy the present because you're so focused on, like... Who's you? You mean you? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, individually. Like, yeah, yeah like... You know, so focused on like something, and it's just like everything becomes a blur. Yeah. But I was like, oh no, this year's not gonna happen. This year ain't gonna be no blur. Like, yeah. I'm gonna live this summer out. You know, even if it means me hanging out by myself, 
Like I did that. That's a I did real that thing. sometimes That's too. A real I, thing. You know, I actually explored DC, yeah. like biked around DC. <laughs> I did scooter, but that was on my birthday. I did scooter okay. around DC. That was actually fun. I was like, man, I need to do this more often. So yeah, so just taking advantage of just like all the fun. And I I'm a fun person. I like to have fun. Yeah. Even if it means me having fun by myself. You know, I don't need I don't need people to have fun. I'll create my own fun. You Facts. know what I'm So that's something that, you know, I was definitely intentional about this summer. And it was a good summer. You know, it's sad that it's over, but I'm not even like sad that it's over yeah. because I enjoyed it. You know, so I'm ready for the next season. Yeah. I'm ready to experience whatever the fall has to offer and the winter has to offer and whatever season is coming next because I made sure that I utilized the time that was given to me, you know, to make sure that I'm not like, oh, man, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Because I was like, oh, I'm not doing no shoulda, coulda, woulda this yeah. summer. I'm a... Yeah, that's the worst feeling too. In any in any season, I should have could have would have like, damn, that was too cold. Damn, that was too hot. Damn. Yeah, yeah. No, I made sure I like Easter market. Went to Easter market. Yeah. Even though I didn't buy no vegetables, I love. I love Easter market. It's all about the taste testing, girl. You don't you don't buy. You just go to taste every all the food that's out. So I did do that. You know what I'm saying? And I did discover a farmers market in um in DC. Was one day I took the day off from work just to kind of like explore dc and just ride my bike around and i found this um i think the usda they have a mm-hmm. farmer's market um, oh wow it's like right by constitution avenue and yo they had and i love like i love like brick oven pizza and they just had brick <laughs> oven pizza <laughs> brick oven pizza like in the middle God, oh I was, wow i was in that line you know this was 11 dollars yeah. How did they get the oven out there? I don't know, but they did. <laughs> they, they did. They did. And they had this, like, golden beet juice. Yeah. It was Ooh. good. Yeah, girl. Black business, too. I don't know their name, though. Oh, but it was good. It was good. I was like, yo, DC, we followed in the summertime. I need yeah. to, you know, make sure I, you know, before we leave the DC area, I need to make sure I, you know. Girl, you ain't even going. I'm not going far. I'm still like, driving. I'm like, I'm like. You up the highway a little bit more. Further into Maryland to which she already lives. Like. But I'm not gonna have the act, the quick access. Like I live yeah. right off the metro. You do. Live off the I metro. live literally right by the metro. So I can just literally just walk down my apartment, yeah. go to the metro, take my ass into DC, and get on the bike and yeah. ride. But it's I'm gonna have to drive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To a metro. To a metro and park there. Yeah. Get you ain't gonna drive in the city. <laughs> I'm not driving the city. No, 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 I'm not doing that. Unless it's somebody's party. Like, I'll meet y'all there. I'm taking the bus. <laughs> Take the train. <laughs> Marty was the only person that I knew that lived in D.C. when she used to live in D.C. that would drive to a location. I'm like, yo, if I was in the, I'm not touching my car one bit. That gas will last me a month. She would drive. I like convenience. <laughs> convenience kind of, I don't have the patience to wait for anything. I would, now that I could not have access to a bike, I would get on my bike. Like, I would be on that bike, man. And I got a bike, too, this summer. That's how my sister is. She, I be riding. Yeah, yo. Do, do some white people stuff. Riding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. yeah, but that was my summer, though. It was a good summer. Definitely a good summer. Okay. That's fine. That's dope. That's dope. I thought you were actually back. Like, how you yeah. Right. I, was, I was still, I was still, you know, I was allowing it to just, you know, settle. You know, where it's settle. Now, let me ask you, how was your summer? <laughs> <laughs> I was taking pride in my summer. But it was a good, that really did sound like, a, actually your summer sounds very similar to my summer. So one of the things that I decided, so 
for the last two years, I have had we just I've just had one of the by far the toughest time in my life. Mm. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot of just dark storms. I mean, sick parents, loss of family members, loss of friends, work transition, relationship trauma, friendship um, difficulties. It just was like twenty five thousand percent. Um, very, very difficult. And so, but things started to settle down at the start of this year in a lot of different ways. And I remember when the summer, I'm a summer girl. So summer is like my favorite season. I look forward to it. The moment it ends, I'm already looking forward to <laughs> the next summer. Um, that's just kind of how I've always been. And I remember telling myself this summer, I was like, all I'm going to do is just go with the flow. <laughs> take it light I kept my teeth my sister teases me because I kept saying be light just be light mm. <laughs> and that was my whole thing this summer um there were certain things that I did set up in my life like rules for myself so I didn't travel anywhere this summer at all I took no um non-local trips the only trip I went to and it was for work was to Vegas in the beginning of summer this was like around June um, but after that, I decided, I was like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm going to sit here. I'm going to save a lot of money, which I did, which was good. Um, I'm going to celebrate and spend time with family, which I did. I'm going to repair relationships that needed repair and put my energy that I would take going to an airport into that. Mm. I was going to learn my environment, which means where I live and the places around. Um, and I was going to sit in some struggle. And just sit with some of the struggle that I was happening, having. And so um, I learned to find peace in the midst of that. And not always be on the move. And learn to be way more still. And this summer by far did I do that. So it was so enjoyable because it was so light. Like I did the same a lot. I had a bike this summer. I mean, I've had a bike every year, but I really brought it out this summer and I took trails. I went on so many trails. I did a lot of miles. I got really physical again, which um, I'm always been someone who works out, you know, in some way. But like this summer, I was just like really physical because I am a naturally energetic person. And so if I'm not traveling, if I'm not going somewhere, I do have a lot of energy. Yeah. And so I used it to like walk. I would go for walks. I would um, take my bike and I bought a bike rack. <laughs> so I took my bike, hitch it on my car, and I would drive somewhere and ride and just explore landscapes and different things. I went to um, wineries out here mm. and and planned day trips in local areas. I drank wine. I mean, that was so fun. I loved it. And my brother and sister ended up meeting me out there. Oh, um, nice. I invited a whole bunch of people, but nobody could make it. <laughs> and normally, something like that would have disappointed me, but. But again in the spirit of being light right. I just learned to be like whatever similar to what you were saying like if someone can't people can't join me okay then I'm my own company but mm -hmm. the, the reality is I always had company <laughs> for a lot of things I actually had to be strategic about being like okay I'm not going to invite anyone to this because this is just something for myself mm -hmm. um and so um that was just something great we got to celebrate my mom's 60th birthday and we did it in a big ass way because there is no words to explain how much that woman deserved it and Amen. how much she had gone through. And just even, you know, she wasn't feeling well for a little bit throughout um, the last two years. And so that was just even just a mark of life for us. Um, and family came in from Nigeria. And my dad, who actually wasn't feeling well up until that point, started feeling better. So it was just so much going on. It was just so great to celebrate 
um, and the pictures were banging. Like my mom is a overdoer when it comes to these things, and so since she has had no wedding yeah. <laughs> to put the money towards, we all were like, "Fuck it!" And that was part of why I didn't travel as well too, because like you want to, I was sure like, you, "She's gonna have a good time." Like, it, yeah, and if it. I use up all my money, <laughs> then I don't care. And my brother and all of us did the same thing. So that was really it. Was just such a good time in our family, and we had family in town um, from Nigeria, from different places for like a month after. So just oh, having good time with them, like real Nigeria household stuff <laughs> um and then from and then you know I just again I spent a lot of time just chilling I made some decisions about things I wanted to do in my life and got and were, and became really intentional about them I was just gonna um, say like define your, I was just gonna define yourself as a son of intention yeah it was a lot of intention lot of but it was like being like oh man this is okay this is I wrote a note to myself and I almost didn't remember it but I remember it now I was like it was a summer where I learned to not control but to contribute Mm. right and that was just like not to try to control my life right and being so controlled in my life because I'm not but to do enough that I am contributing to where my destiny is going and Mm, so I think for me yeah I wrote it to my I just thought it (laughs) thank you I'm gonna take that I'm I'm gonna consider that thank you because I think a lot of times like we try to like control yeah and that's what that's one thing I had to kind of learn this year too to let like literally like let go and let God yes because I think a lot of times like we have an idea of where we want our life to be what what we want our life to look look like and when it's not going that way you know we tend to just beat ourselves up but it's not adding any value yeah you know it's not adding any value to your well-being at all so like I've had to learn to just learn to be at peace with where I currently am yeah and learn the lessons because I feel like every phase that you find yourself every season that you find yourself in you know you have to be intentional to figure out what those lessons are because those lessons that you're that you learn in that season you're gonna need it for the for where you're trying to go to and if you waste your time just trying to just like you know be in the dumps about your situation or you know, trying to look for quick, uh, quick fix me up or yeah. whatever, you miss out, and then you, and sometimes like you know, you 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 find yourself staying in a season longer than what longer than yep. how long you're supposed to be in that season. It's like the Israelites, right? What what could have been an eleven day journey to get to the new land yep. took them forty years. Yep, forty years, and sometimes you know we blame God, we blame you know all the evil spirits, but it's like. You're going to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, you have to hold yourself accountable. And that was what it was. I mean, there were a lot of things that happened this summer where, like, normally I would have been irritated. Mm. Maybe someone, you know, because when you are, I am a true ambivert. I've mentioned this a lot of times. So, like, while I can be very social, like, I, that has an expiration. Like, normally it, it would have, like, oh, man, I got to step back. <laughs> someone would, it would expire how social I could be. And then I'm, like, I don't want to see people for, like, a month. Like, I could mm-hmm, really get into that yeah. space. And a lot of that was because I wasn't putting boundaries up within myself. I wasn't giving myself the real understanding of, like, what I need in interactions with people. And I was holding on to things that, like, I shouldn't have. Like, I realized human beings are going to human, right? And so sometimes people are going... I mean, they are, right? I mean, I, I one of my favorite podcasters, um, Hey Friend Hey, who, shout out to her, says it all the time. She's like, humans are going to human. And they will, like, and they do. And... In some situations, you definitely have to let people know, like, um, no, don't try me. But in other situations, you have to recognize a lot of what that person is doing or other people are doing may not be 
have anything to do with you, even though you're impacted. And when I put that in my head, there were situations in which would have exhausted me in the past. Mm-hmm. Even simple conversations with people where I felt like, okay, that was rude or that was disrespectful. Or like, again, when I invited, I invited a whole bunch of people to wine, to the wine um, thing. A lot of people didn't, couldn't go, some for some good reason. Some because they just didn't want to and didn't say anything. And I could have got really upset about that. But I was like, what is that going to do for me? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I don't need to it's be gonna upset. It's going to make you not enjoy. Enjoy my own situation. thing, right? And them not showing up had nothing to do with me, right? It's just they didn't feel like it, okay. Personally, I would have handled things a little differently, but if they didn't, I get it, right? And I can let it go. And that was what I mean by being light, you know what I mean? Like, everyone is just not going to, I don't have to bring a principle to everybody, (laughs) which is what I can do. I have very strict rules for myself, and so um, when other people violate those rules, even Mm. if they don't know, I can get very offended. Yeah, (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, like this is a rule, like, you can't break this. Mm. But they don't know what they're doing, or they do, but it's nothing to do with you, really. And so... I learned to just like let a lot of stuff go, um, but learn how to still create good boundaries. So if someone is treating me poorly, I don't like, I'm not going to engage in a negative way, but you're not going to get as much access to me. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's fair. Right. And so just things like that um, were really, were really a great thing to do. And then working out, like I said, I mean, somebody actually told me, <laughs> I want to get hyped right now. Somebody told me that they thought I got butt surgery. Girl. I was like, what? 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 I I, see, they didn't know that I'm the type of person that would love that type of compliment. <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? I really? And then I saw I just put my ass all the time on the ground. I was like, okay, why well, they chill out? <laughs> like, bam, bam, bam. I just, listen, I love something like that. That's what I live for. I ain't got no titties, but I work on my butt. And I've been working on my butt. And I've been working on my butt. I always had a butt, but I was lifting it. I was getting a little higher. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, they, the world's going to see it. <laughs> the world. Next five pictures on the ground were, were ass, silly. ass, ass. But you know, you so. But that was... That was that was a little bit of energy for for my summer. But how was love life in the summer? I mean, you got a whole husband, so yeah, no, it was it was it was that that definitely improved summer love. Too. Yeah, summer love. Yes, yeah, that definitely improved too. That definitely definitely improved communication, spending more time together, like being intentional yeah. with the time that we spend together. Because like you know, this day and age, you know, you got all this, you got phones, you got everything. It's like you know. It's like y'all together, but y'all aren't really together. Hell yeah. I just, I mean, <laughs> couples together. I'm like, fuck, I got Right, but it's like, right, y'all, y'all, yeah. So it's just kind of like, you know, like being intentional, like with, you know, sometimes like we would have to like forego like seeing our friends just yeah. so that we can spend time together so that we can say yes to each other. Yeah. You know, Ooh. sometimes you got to say no to people just so that you can say yes say to yes your partner. Else. Yeah, say yes mm. to your partner, you know. Mm, y'all hear that? <laughs> say yes to your partner. No to your partner. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, like, even just, like, going on a road trip. Like, I don't yeah. really care for where we're going, but just the time, like, the time. I love all, road trips with the Yeah, with time, the time in, the car, in the car was just good enough, you know, just to spend that time. Yeah. And just be intentional. So, um, yeah, that was good, too. Spiritual life, you yeah. know. Building our spiritual lives together as yeah. opposed to, you know, you still need your own personal spiritual life with God. But especially if you're married or... Okay, I'm talking, I can, you know, if you're married, you know, you need to build a spiritual life together, too, you know, yeah. so, like, kind of, like, shaping that. For shaping sure, that's a that spiritual like. union, so. Yeah, spiritual sure. union, yeah, so you need to, like, you know, so, like, you know, we definitely, it's become, I guess, part of our 
makeup now. Makeup, yeah, yeah. It's part of our makeup, you know. So, which is really good. And I guess it just took time for us to get there and just, you know, just the clarity. Yeah. To see the importance of it. Yeah. You know. Um, and also, like, solidifying our foundation, you know, as a... As Which a, is important. As important. I think as, people think yeah, that it's you get important. married all of a sudden, you're like... Nah, like, you're you have to, like... Yeah. Nah, man, like, it's like, you think, oh, when you're out, when you guys are dating, you guys are, like, you guys are so compatible, and you guys got this ish together, but it's like, once you get married, it's like, okay, like, that's when the groundwork actually right, begins. Like, oh, I thought I liked you, but... Right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, vice versa, you know, and it's like, you know, it's important to, like, start layering that groundwork i mean um i don't i mean I, I let me speak for myself like it's better to do it or uh what am i trying to say i don't know what i'm trying to say but i'm just saying like i don't know if we could get where we are today if our children were here yeah you know what i'm saying yeah you know because yep. it's like god knows exactly what you need yeah you know what I'm saying? He knows exactly what you need and when you need it. You know, that's why, like, you know, when they say trust in God's timing, really trust in God's timing. That's, real. that's the real You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so ever. real. But us human beings, like, we want what we want now because we're so focused on what the world's definition is or yeah. what the world categorizes, whatever it is that we're. That and then we seeing other people have it. And seeing other people. Percent, but it's like, like, nah, man, like, yeah. you know, you're on your own journey. So focus on your own journey. For Face, sure. like, my theme was face your front. Yeah, <laughs> face, don't look to the side. Face your front. Don't even yeah. worry what's going on to your right or to your left. Just face your front. You know, focus because you know when they question, they're not going to question. They're going to question just you and yep. you and them. You know, and so that's something that you know, just like with the whole like being at peace with where you are and just trusting that God has kept you where you are. Like someone said something very profound that I heard. You know, you are exactly where you need to be because God has given you the grace to be there. Yeah. So I try to remember that, like, when you feel like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm not where I want to be or where I thought I would be. But it's like, you know, if you have that sense of peace and you have the strength to keep making it, okay, you're exactly where you need to be. You know, whether yeah. you want to see it or not, you know, but God, <laughs> he he knows. He, he knows. He knows, and it's know? right at that point of peace too. I don't know about you, but for me, this is what I found because I found a, a good—I mean, a really healthy level of peace this this summer that I have not found, that I've just not had in a long time, or maybe even ever, quite frankly, because I didn't have the struggle prior to it to know to value peace. Right? Mm -hmm. When you're young, you don't even think about the word peace. Right? What is that? Like, what is that? Right? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? And then when you start really hitting these tumultual like situations, you're like, oh my god, all I just want. Is for things to be normal, right? Things to be calm and chill. And so when you start to get to a place where you're like, find, and half the battle is you want to also just not care or think about things because mm -hmm. half of the struggle that you're going through is the physical thing and but, then just your mental yes, state, right? Yes, and what you're always battling yes. in your head. Uh, yeah, um, so when you get to the place where you're just like able to coast and be peaceful, despite whatever despite is going whatever's on. happening, things start to blossom. And you, that's when you start to find like, oh, like, I am where I'm supposed to be. And you start getting real strong signs of validation in that. And, and I mean, strong to the point where you even question, like, is this supposed to be for me? Right. Like, that, things that happened to me. I mean, I was just like, whoa, is how it, how? And that's when, for me, like, I just had moments, like, the, especially towards the tail end of the summer where things were just manifesting. I was like, oh, God really was working in my life. Like, like I was saying, I was like, yeah, God's working in my life. And maybe it's in his hands. But then things started to happen. I'm like, 
oh, <laughs> God was really working in my life because I don't know how <laughs> or I don't know what, you know what I mean? And so um, I think it's just wonderful to be in that place of peace and to understand how valuable that is and necessary that is to live a fulfilling life. Like, because I think the best way I would describe my summer is satisfied yeah. you know what I mean and kind of what you were saying about like normally I, I, I'm such a summer girl and I, I thought I, and I actually tweeted this this morning I was like I thought I hated the fall right like I love summer so much I thought I hated the fall but I realized it's because I probably just wasn't having a satisfying summer because my summer was so satisfying that I'm actually looking forward to the fall mm. like I'm, I'm excited about a new season and yeah. it feels good like and the, excited to what this season is gonna and bring. what it's gonna bring and 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 I even just the weather physically feels good it feels relaxing and cool music is a vibe in the fall like you hear like especially my type of music which is like very indie R&B it's just like ooh in the fall and like it feels, I don't know, there's a level of connectivity that you feel in the fall and authenticity and intimacy in your interactions with people that, like, is alluring. And I'm, like, really feeling it. So, um, satisfying summer. you vibing or whatever. Yeah, I'm vibing right now. <laughs> She's <laughs> vibing. <laughs> she said, alluring. Mm, that's a vibe right there. Tweeting it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one thing, so is there anything with summer that you didn't love or you were like, what the fuck? Or you were just like, I could have done without? I don't even know. Not, not Nothing that like pops out. Yeah. Pops to mind. Nothing really. I mean, maybe I could have gone home. Oh, to Jersey? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe it could have gone home maybe just once, but... Yeah. Oh, you didn't go home at all to Mm-mm. Jersey? Oh. Mm-hmm. This is like the long... It's been a... Last time I went home was in May. Oh, wow. Yeah. And to me... got your car. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You know they be stealing cars in Jersey? <laughs> you stupid. You're stupid. If you stealing cars in Jersey, that's why you still got your car, girl. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I used to, I'm used to like going home like every like three three months. And yeah. when I went home in May, I just went for the day and came right back. Oh, for Mother's Day, right? For Mother's Day and came right back. So having like, you know, like maybe this season, yeah, this chapter, I needed to do that. <laughs> you know, but I just really wanted to just kind of just stay and just enjoy the summer and just you know be okay with everyone at home is good. Yeah, you know, I don't have to always like keep, you know. But just being the first child, I just feel like it's my it's my job to just make sure. Go home, just make sure everybody's good, make gotcha. sure the house is good. You know, just got to check, you know what I'm saying? sleep good at night. Like, I sleep good at night, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but I was like, no, my mom, she's good. If anything, she came down here more because okay. of my niece. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, other than that, no, there's nothing I can say, like, nah, I could have done I have to think real hard. Yeah. And if you have to think real hard, then you just, you're just looking then you're for something. you're forcing it. You're looking for something. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, yeah. The, the only thing that I would say I didn't enjoy this summer is that I tried for a little bit to get back into the dating scene. Um, I, like I tried. Trying is a very strong word, in fact. <laughs> but I, you know, I, this is the first summer in a long time that I've been single. And so, like, I did. So, all this going out and being local. <laughs> she's giving a face because I want to be like, she was talking about dating what? apps. There are levels to this level. <laughs> that is the one thing that I was like oh my gosh this new this new age of dating 
very different from where I come from. Yeah, like, I can't even imagine what it's like. It now. is terrible. Okay, here's why it's terrible. Number one, it's ridiculous and terrible because I like guys who are older than me. Like, I've never really dated. I think I dated one person who was minutely younger than me and they were under a year. Like, that's just, that's as much mm. as I'll do. You know what I mean? Um, but mostly they're older than me, at least by one or two years. Um, and so this was, but so I say that to say that my, I'm thinking that the guys that I'm going to be meeting out in the world are still of my generation. So I'm still going to operate the way I would operate, <laughs> right? From my generation's time. Um, but no, these niggas are different. I actually had a guy, it's, it was so bad. I had a guy get my number, right? Same day he gets my number. So same moment he gets my number. This is so bad. So, like, I see him at this, like, karaoke event. And he's a cool guy, dressing nice, good-looking guy. Actually quite quite popular in this area. Um, so he gets my phone number. And we were, like, chatting a little bit. Gets my phone number. And he was like, oh, what's your Instagram? And I was like, I'm not giving you that because I don't. Why do you need that? <laughs> like, that's just not... That's not what I, I don't know what that's about. And so he was like, oh. And then he gets into this conversation about, like, me trying to control because I don't want to give my Instagram. And so I was like, okay. In my mind, that should have been, like, a red flag. Um, but whatever. This was one of my very first situations in which I'm even giving my number out because I haven't even done that in years. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I give him. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll give you my Instagram. And I proceed to say, you know, but I'm low key, so it's not like anything's gonna get on there. Anything is gonna come from seeing my Instagram. So he gets on my Instagram. He looks at it while I'm sitting fucking there. He looks at the Instagram. He goes, oh, oh you are low key. <laughs> and laughs because my follower count isn't like five thousand or up. And I was just like, what? The? That's crazy. That's cr-. and he's thirty something years old, like mid thirties. Like this is ridiculous. And I was just like. Yeah, oh no, I'm not. I'm not even ready for this. The scene of dating. Um, there's another guy who like got my number. Text me one time, and he texted me, "Hey," and that was it. <laughs> and I said hi back. So I know I didn't say anything that wasn't like, um, like I didn't say we didn't have a conversation for it to like not have gone well. It just he said, "Hey," I said, "Hey," and that was literally <laughs> the end of that. I was like, this People shit. People don't have game anymore. They don't have game. Dudes don't They don't have try. verbal game. They don't have verbal, verbal, uh, what's the word? Verbal swag. And men don't even try no more. Like, they don't even, I think what happens is that so many, especially Nigerian guys and African guys, they're they're the hot thing right now, right? With all these Afro beats and the club part, they're the hot thing in the streets right now. Even non-Nigerian, all the, all the different black women like Nigerian guys or like <laughs> um, African guys. So, they're the hot thing right now. Um, and they know it. You go to any event, even if you're just going to socialize, like, there's going to be 10 women to one guy. You know what I mean? And so they know that they can take, literally, they don't, even have, they don't have to work for anything, right? They can just sit back and absorb whatever woman comes towards them. I mean, they'll be fine. And so because of that, I just don't think that. I mean, this is my very limited experience. Because <laughs> I soon after <laughs> quit that shit. I was like, okay, we're going to be single summer. Single yeah. summer. We're not doing this. I told her to, to, to get on the She told me to get on the app. Apps. And I was like, Bumble. I'm not doing that. I've heard, I've heard horrible reviews from that, too. But okay, what about she the good She got this one story. <laughs> so she got this one. What about the good one? One exception to the rule <laughs> of a couple that got made. I do believe that some people have it. But I just think the person that I am right now 
You're not ready for that. I just ain't. I just ain't ready for that. I need. I. I. I'm an old school girl. Like I just realized. Cause not even that. I don't want to cheapen any of the experience. And I'm not saying that dating app cheapens anyone's experience. But for me, I. I want. From what I'm coming from, <laughs> relationship wise, like I want real intention, and I want, and also this is probably a, this is a detriment to me that I am a storyteller. I love romance, so I love the idea of our story being yeah, like organic. I see what you're saying. You know and, what I mean? And online is not. It's organic. just not for me. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not yay. It's not yay. You know what I mean? So I mean, give it a couple. I mean, we got we got a year for it to well, not what, be yay. Well, what, 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 what if God says? Well, I'm gonna write your story differently. If it does, I think it will come to it will come to be that I will get on there. I mean, I've always said that though, if I get online, I'm probably gonna start dating white dudes. I'm gonna just be real. Look at cause <laughs> I'm keeping it a hundred. Look, cause I don't got time for the scammers. The the, the <laughs> I know too many too many scammers. Too many whole F boys. I'm you not doing it. I will kill somebody. So, so yeah, so that wasn't something that I enjoyed. They ain't gotta be my... white though. They can be like Hispanic. Nah, I mean, they I can't can be no Hispanics. I mean, so I'm joking. I'm playing. I date. I actually dated a Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> but he I was black a... though. But he was Dominican. But he was black Dominican. Now you can't be you can't be like watering down their identity. I'm like... not watering down. The first thing he, when you see him, he's black. And then you find out he's Dominican. <laughs> You're not gonna look but at him and Dominican. be like, "Oh, he's Hispanic." But he's real Dominican, like his I know family he is. is. So that's black Hispanic. Dominicans are real Dominicans. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's Hispanic. What I was saying, I wasn't talking about black. You talking about physical? Difference. I was just like, you had physical difference. Yeah, physical difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. The reason I would date white guys is because of their trust funds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're going, we're going financially up. That's why I'm saying okay, that. Like, if I invest in the app, do I would invest. First of all, that's, that's financial, like. That is financial. They just got to be open to me. I mean, hopefully I can do my own because I just, I believe in black love. I want to, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with um, mixed love, but I just want to have a black love story. That's just something that I grew up with and I want to mm-hmm. continue to have. Yeah. Um, but if I was I to get online, that. <laughs> that's just the, those are the only ones I trust online. <laughs> I don't trust black men online. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't trust black men online. Not Nigerians. I hope, I hope your, your future husband online hears you saying that. I hope he does. And hits you up. I hope he does. I hope he does. Tinder. That would never <laughs> even. First of all, I wouldn't even go. I wouldn't <laughs> even do Tinder. It would have to be one where I know, like, they're vetted. There's a certain salary requirement to join. Not, oh, but those yeah. ones. Oh, yeah. I, I've heard about those apps. So, those, uh, yeah, those apps where, you know, you got to be of a certain, like, yeah, yeah. Certain Hopefully, I find my man in church, anyways. So. Not how Jesus. Amen. Like, no, I, don't, I actually don't want any guy from out of church either. Why? I want to believe in God and go to church. I just don't want the church ones. They're the worst ones, dog. They're the worst ones. You can't tell me that churches are the worst. My first boyfriend was a, a hell of a church dude. And the worst, yes, look, her face just cringed. And after that, I was like, no, nah, I want them in the streets. <laughs> but pray on it. That's what it is. <laughs> pray, on it. pray on it. That's what I'm looking for. So, no, but, like, all, all jokes aside, like, that was the only thing that I didn't super love. Um, but it was cool. It was actually an experience. It was funny. I always like something to add to the story. Um, and I was still doing a lot of healing anyway. So mm. what I really learned was like, yeah, You're okay, not I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's like I gotta way. heal. Um, I gotta, I gotta learn from my past situations in which everyone should, and I have to approach that differently. And I also have to give that to God from the start, mm-hmm. which I don't think I did, um, just because. I was agenda focused, like you talked about. Was what, agenda, agenda focused, focused yeah. so focused on just like having the marriage, having the kids, having all that, 
A, B, C, checking the boxes. And now I'm like, no, I want a spiritual partner. I want somebody whose intention is about just having a great partnership and like being in old age (laughs) together. Okay, being in old age together. I was when I was at the Kennedy Center yesterday. I just took the day. It was just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. and so I, it just took the day to like go out there and I always like to take a little moment to just be around some art and just stuff like that and I saw so many like older white couples primarily you know but they're older like they're just much I mean 70s you know maybe late 60s to start just together walking around looking at art going to the shows being together and their mm. kids and grandkids or whatever are off in the world and so it was just like yeah that's what I want I want a, as simple as like lifelong companionship um there's a video of Angela Bassett and her husband Count, uh, um Courtney? yeah dancing at some party just dancing look at look at cute because she looked good she looked and I was just good. like yeah like that's what you want and I actually tweeted like all I want is a forever dance partner and, yeah. and I have people like that um, so I, I <laughs> and like, I <laughs> but it was real. Like that was what I was like. Yeah. So, just my mindset around it is so different now. That like, and that took the summer to actually get to. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you you have a breakup or you are separating from something that you really still have a lot of emotion around. Like, you don't want to just jump into finding another person because you're just not going to. You're not gonna find anything healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not gonna find anything healthy. You'll be just yeah. trying to um It's just you try to control your situation. Control and not contribute. Exactly. So I like that Yeah, it's really it's a it's a bop. It's a it's a it's a, bop. It's, it's, a, a bop. it's a bop right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a burst, you know? Uh, but what else? What else about summer? I mean that's where'd you so you did travel a little bit this summer. Yeah, we where'd went you go? To, um didn't think about that. Well, we definitely went to Jamaica, which was nice. Yeah. But I think we're going to take a break from Jamaica. <laughs> you know, Jamaica was having some real hard time. A lot of people that I know who went to Jamaica are like, they're done with Jamaica <laughs> for different reasons. Yeah, I mean, I've gone four times already. Yeah. So I think I just need to just kind of like... But Jamaica will always, 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 always have a special place in my heart. Like, that's, to me, like that's like my third home. Yeah. It is my third home. Yeah. Like, you know, if we don't retire in Nigeria, we'll retire in Jamaica. Yeah. Even if it was just for a few years. We went to we we drove down to North Carolina. Ooh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We drove down to North Carolina just to see some friends, and that was the thing too. Like this summer too, like you know, just kind of like you know, you remember that you have other friends, and just yeah. taking the time to be in touch to actually go see them, you know. So it felt good to do that, you know. Um, what music were you listening to this summer? Because it was a musical summer, for, especially for the not quite foreign community. Jade, oh, you didn't listen to Jadena's album. I did, but I mean. <sighs> You didn't it, it, it didn't. I, I mean, I maybe vibe like a few songs. That was probably about it. Which is, which is how I described it. Is like it was a good body of work, um, and then a couple of single songs were like, oh yeah, this is a song. Susu, yeah, or um, Tribe, which is really good. I like Tribe. I like um, Tribe. But the body of work was just really beautiful because it incorporated. Maybe so on the much. way home, I'll listen to it. Yeah, I yeah. Because I, I might give it a try. Yeah. Because I, I didn't listen to like the full album. I just listened to like a few songs. Yeah. But like, okay, you know whose album that I really, 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 really enjoyed? Who? Burna Boy, yo. I yo, Burna Boy. This was the summer of Burna Boy. And mind he, you, 
stole this, the this, show. This is his year. This is his year. But may it always be his but year. Let, let it be known and said that I was first before before anybody else I was on, I was on Burner Boy. I used to take Burner Boy before with whenever I was popping up with because his vibe was just cool. Yeah, his 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 vibe has always been laid back. Yeah, that's my yeah. Just, just to stay clean with the Burner Boy. <laughs> Glow up. <laughs> like, I have my clean first, but go ahead. <laughs> How's that contributing to your life? Makes me feel good though. <laughs> <laughs> like a spot nah, down. yo, his African his African giant that album like I listened to it from the beginning to the end and I can put that joint on repeat and not like get bored out of it so that was one uh, you know my favorite part about the album was what? that Unilever the the, yeah, yeah. When, the, he said, when he dropped the Unilever bomb <laughs> no pun intended but like when he dropped that like that was just like that was so masterful that was so because I don't. I mean, so many people know of Unilever, and they and it's just such a renowned brand, and all the brands that they produce. And you didn't even know you that your country was one of your those. country. Ah. Like that, that, that was that was something that like was really like amazing. I just looking it up. I was like, what? The <laughs> I just love that he 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 speaks the truth, right? Yes. He carries like my husband says he carries Nigel on his back. Yeah, and he does. Yes. He does, he does, he does. And it's good to see, like, an artist. Like, you can, I guess he is, but he is, like, the new age fella, um, fella Kuti, you know? Just proud of his country, proud of her, and is not afraid to speak on it. Yeah. You never know, sometimes, you know, I mean, but the thing that happened in Atlanta, he does have some, like, you know, he just be real honest. Oh, with the guy who was... The, it says, your face is not encouraging me. You <laughs> <laughs> somebody one day, your face is not encouraging me. Well, you know, I imagine that guy was squeezing his face or making face. People can be really annoying when you're trying to enjoy yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you ever, like, go out and party, you want to dance, but the girls around you aren't dancing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, right. like, I think that's what he was feeling. He's like, I'm, you're killing my mood. You're killing my mood. I vibe him. But yeah, but he's just so honest and raw, and I really appreciate that. You know, he's just really authentic. Yeah. You know, he's authentically himself, and, you know, I always admire that, especially, like, in our Nigerian community, because a lot of us, especially, you know, we like to form. Like yes. to fun, big, you know, all this stuff, and it's just nice to see somebody who's just, yeah. I mean, he's just him. On a, he's on, smiling on, with his girl. Apologetically, him, and I just found out that he's Rivers. Yeah, yeah. I thought I, I was trying to. I I knew he wasn't Yoruba because his name, yeah, Dominique. But I was just I was like, okay, but he speaks Yoruba. His yeah. mom is Yoruba. I think his mom is Yoruba because his mom, his his grandfather managed Felakuti. And, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and you know, Yoruba people, they tend to just do brother, yeah. brother. They yeah. don't, you know, they, they, they sick among themselves. So I figured, you know, maybe his mom is Yoruba, hence why he can speak it very well. I think it's, I don't even think so. I can't remember, mm. but I think something to do with where he was raised. No, he was raised in Potakot. Okay, you're right. I don't know. Maybe he's not. You're right. Maybe he can. But then yeah. people can speak Yoruba just because, depending on where they are. Yeah, but you're right. But, but, but that's what people, you're right. People, they don't travel much. They tend to stay in their in their western region, and Potakot is on the east. Okay. If you're gonna speak, you're speaking you you speaking Igbo. In Potakot, if I mean, still on the east side. But that's what. But that's why I think his mom maybe Yoruba. But if anybody knows, I had to put it on Twitter too. But anybody responds, so I had to ask my. <laughs> Why did you just Google it? <laughs> no, because Google was Google would just say Patakots and say he's from Lagos. Okay. But I asked my. What's um, his mom's name? Um, I don't know her mom's name, his mom's name. But I had to ask. Um, I asked my my Niger classmates, yeah. people I went to school with, and they told me that he's from Ikwer, River State. But his yeah. mom is his mom maybe Yoruba. Oh yeah, Bose Ogulu. Yeah, she probably I think she is Yoruba. Right? But Ogulu's not Ogulu's not is not Yoruba though. 
What is that? That sounds like it. It's I know that's that's what I thought. She was like Dami knee sounds Yoruba, but it's not because that knee part is not. Oh. But Dami itself, like you would think, is Yoruba, but um, that's his father's name. So his this father's is Rivers. Oh, his this mom, is okay. His mom, I think, is. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. And he'll answer. It's like Yemiyalade. Yemiyalade is Yoruba. Yeah. But she speaks Igbo. Yeah. Because her mom is Igbo. Yeah. And you always tend to learn your mother's tongue. Okay. That's cool. I'm sorry. I was like literally yeah. Google so, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah so yeah, that, that was um that that was that was that was the um the album I was vibing to this summer. Yeah. And I had to prepare for the concert. Yeah. Concert. Because the first time I went, it was good, <clears throat> but I didn't really know most of the words. I, I just I was familiar with it. Oh. I mean, I knew yeah, I knew Angelina, like I knew that one, but the other other ones, I was like, okay, I don't know these ones, but I said. When I come back again in September, okay, yeah, I'll be rocking the whole scene. Though, so gotcha. I was, I was, I'll put that on a repeat. Yeah, I actually like the first concert better though. Did you really? Yeah, Why? by far, Why? it was just better. It was just a better. This one, this album was really good, so I liked it and I enjoyed it. But those songs, the songs from the first, just his first, just the first concert was just all the songs that he's just made. Mm. You know what I mean? Because at that point, he didn't have like this album coming out. Yeah. And so the and that I told you, like I. I Honest to God, have been a Britta Boy fan from the beginning. So it was a lot of what I fell in love with. And this was like, yeah, these were great songs. Um, there was a lot slower of a beat. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, this one was most slower. Um, yeah. Which the first concert was much more like dancing and vibe and a lot more energy there. Except for the Killing, Killing Them song. But he played it at the what happened in our in our concert, which was the Monday night one. He got did he get into the crowd with you guys? No, he didn't. He got into the crowd with us. Really? So it it kind of killed the dance because everyone started trying to get on him, and they had to get him. It was oh, like insane. Wow. No, like yeah. so. me and my sister almost got into a fight with some girls. It was so bad. Why? <laughs> Just cause like there, you know, it, it was just crowds and Africans and people just being irritated because it was so hot. So we were trying to get out, and this girl was just kind of forming stone, like she's not gonna move out the way. So I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't in the mood. I was PMSing, so I pushed her in the neck. <laughs> And then she decides to try to, I don't know what happened, because I just pushed her, I saw that movie, and then I turned around, and she's trying to, like, hit Lola, so Lola's just, Lola's really strong, because she's tall, too, she's just grabbing the girl's hand, she's the girl's just flailing in the air, so now I'm thinking, oh, are we fighting, so I turn around to go and start running the fight, and I see her friend coming. Who's friend, Lola's friend? No, the girl's friend, no, Lola was just trying to, like, calm the girl down, but the girl was, I think she just, she felt herself get attacked and thought that she was fighting. Um, so she was doing this whole thing. And then her friend comes in. I don't know. I th- from the image, I thought her friend was trying to hit Lola. So then I go to her friend. And then me and her friend get into this deadlock where we're looking at each other. We're doing, look at each other and we're like, chill, chill, chill. Because we're not really trying to fight. We're just like, are you trying to fight? And we realized that neither one of us were trying to. We're trying to break up. <laughs> so I get over there. Then Lola, I don't know why, but the image of seeing somebody trying to hit my sister which is what the girl like she was trying to do set me off and so then I start trying to go for the girl and the Lola at this point is like no it's done like because Lola had pushed her down like just to push her back off so she comes out holding me back I don't know it was just a cabal of craziness and some guy some tall strong guy just breaks everything up and then we just turn around like okay let's go <laughs> <laughs> was that it that was it, that was it. walked out the floor it shit was so funny. It was so ridiculous. I was like, yeah, I forgot how I don't like crowds. And this is why <laughs> summer's officially over. <laughs> but yeah, so that goes. I mean, yeah, but that was cool. But it was still a good concert. I still enjoy it. I love Burner Boy, I think. Yeah, no, he's, he's one of my faves. 
what he's doing right now. He's definitely one of my faves, like African artists. Yeah. And he's just so, what I like, he's professional. So I know you guys saw the Atlanta thing, but like in comparison to, I've tried to see Wizkid. He keeps canceling shows and. I just like the fact that he starts at a decent time. He starts at a decent time. And he gives you a show. And he like, gives you he a actually show. sings. Most he shows people, up. He shows up. Most of the people, you go to concerts and you go to one of their shows and you're doing the. It's as if you came to come and sing for them. Literally. No. But this time, he sing for you. He gives you his all. You know, he's performing. singing. He's performing. He's giving you, like, his energy. I yeah. love his energy, you know. So he'll forever, you know, till he decides to, when he when the team sets at his head. You yeah, but well, he'll be around for a long, long I hope time. So. so, but it's cool. I mean, well, that's good. It sounds like you had a good summer. Yeah, you too. I did. I did. Well, I hope you guys also had a good summer. We are. I think this is the end of the show. I know this was just a lot of chit chat, but sometimes you know what? That's just that's just what it is. But we do have a lot of exciting things, and I mean, really exciting shows um, coming up. I think a lot of we're going to be bringing in again a lot of guests who. We're just going to inform us about so much going on in the culture. So hopefully you guys also had a great summer. We'd love to hear about some crazy things that happened to you this summer. Did you get into a fight? <laughs> Did you try dating? <laughs> Did you travel um, as well too? Did you not go home to Jersey? Or did you go to Jersey and now you don't got no car? Like, I don't know. <laughs> stupid. So we love, but... Um... But anyways, thank you guys for tuning in with us. This has been a good episode. Ain't gonna say anything? We'll see y'all later. Peace, love. And <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everyone. I hope you guys have a good week. We'll be talking to you later.